Hey, what's this? It's show and tell. Yes, it is time. We are ready. Uh, and uh, first of all, I want to say hey to everyone over in the Discord chat. And if you are wondering how to come on to this show and tell where you show stuff and talk about it, and maybe I ask questions or people in the chat ask questions, uh, you can find out all about that either by going to the Adafruit website to the blog section or head on over to our Discord, which is at adafruit.it slash Discord. And uh, that, uh, if you scroll up a little bit, we'll show you a little link where you can come on into our StreamYard. Uh, and if it seems like it's full, if it's telling you you can't come on and we still have time, people will drop out after they go and I will bring on new guests. So uh, we've got about 29 minutes left. Let's get through this. And then there's gonna be an Ask an Engineer right afterwards, and I don't wanna go long. So. A uh, couple minutes per project, and uh, and we'll get going. So first off, I'm going to bring on our good friend, Todd J. Hey Jay, how's hey, it going everybody. today? Good, good. I just want to show off. I mastered the Aussie bots, which hey. I put on my head. But yeah, these guys are done, and they're ready, and they're moving and grooving. Oh, those are cool. I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to have you go full screen. Oh yeah. So I made more of them, and I actually made sure to like write everything down and document them very well for other people can make them. So I'm going to be hopefully soon releasing these guys on a fun thing with DigiKey soon. So look out for that. That is excellent. And uh, those are, tell me, what's the primary uh, guts of it? What do you have thinking and being a brain in there as well as driving motors? It's mostly a 3D print project, but uh, it's just a single servo and an Adafruit trinket. So it's super lightweight. Right. Okay. 9.2 ounces, I believe. Uh-huh. I waited like the other day, but yeah, super light for you to wear on your head. So you can sit there and just chill out and be a fun Halloween thing or just for kicks and giggles like I do. That's fun. And you've been refining uh, this design and other like shoulder bot friend companion oh, yeah. designs for a few years now. How many revisions do you think major revisions of this are we into for, for the one uh, you're going to release? This one is technically Aussie V11. So okay. well, over the past three years, I've made 11 different versions of the spider, not, not including the Paradox versions, which technically mean about um, 17 different versions. Altogether. Oh, wow. That's terrific. Really cool. Well, thanks for showing it to us and uh, and let us know when those are uh, out as, as a guide. And of course. I'll definitely we'll, we'll share it. Make sure I post it on Twitter and on my social media. So that way people can like, find it and make their own versions and they'll be awesome i can't wait I hope Fantastic. You guys share with me. yeah yeah we'll definitely share that once you get that link up thanks jay good to see you yeah all right uh next up we've got Noe. hey Noe, how's it going hey what's up folks uh yeah so this week we got our little is31 fl 3741 led matrix um and this is a collab project with liz clark and phil b so uh, I made a little case uh, for the thing. So this is kind of what it looks like outside of the case. I got this little PCB bracket. And this kind of makes it so you can kind of put any feather. So this is the Feather RP2040. But in this project, we're using uh, the Feather Sense, an RF5240, because it has the PDM microphone built in. Um, and it's a snap fit kind of thing. You can attach it to, uh, to other things, too, if you just want to print the bracket. Um, and I also have this little button pusher uh, for hitting the reset. And real quickly, I want to switch uh, the demo code. So this is um, from Liz. She ported this from the water spectrum analyzer uh, from the Microlab uh, library from Jeff. And then this one is Phil B's. It's still in development, but uh, here it is kind of pre-release. <laughs> so uh, oh, it's got great. like a different effect to it. 
um, and it's got like more rainbows. Um, but yeah, this is a really fun one. So if folks want to build an audio reactive LED matrix, cute sized, uh, you can do that with the feather sense. Love it. Yeah, so it's check beautiful. that one out. And yeah, that thanks. one is a uh, uh, frequency analysis. So it'll do like high pitch, low pitch, middle, like a, a, a FFT kind of range of, of what it's hearing. It's not just like a loud or not loud, right? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, you'll have to check the learn guide and uh, take right. a look and yeah. see exactly how it's going on. We'll have on. to whistle at it and beatbox at it and see what happens. <laughs> yes, I, I will. I've actually been having this with my uh, Pico MIDI uh, fighter, so I've been having that kind of as like a little Yeah, I saw, I saw you drumming, uh, doing some yes. drumming, uh, finger drumming, <laughs> and I uh, saw that was it was next to it as your uh, finger drumming companion. Very cool. Yeah, it, it's very fun. So Love check it. it out. We got the learn guide out there. So Awesome. Thanks for sharing that. Take care. Thanks. You too. All right, let's see. Next up is, he was just name checked. It's everybody's favorite dragon, Paint Your Dragon. Oh my goodness, hi. Um, hi. Live demos. Um, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's favorite. I think I just found bugs in my project. But anyway, <laughs> oh, no. um, you know, Lamore uh, just uh, designed these shutter shade uh, LED glasses and the driver board has uh, Bluetooth on it. So I've been Trying to use the Bluetooth oh. Connect app so that I can send messages, you know, scrolly messages, yep. and uh, change the color on the glasses. And uh, it was working here. Did it? You before. changed color. Like it, it worked perfectly right until the moment you said, <laughs> "Hey, you're live." So uh, <laughs> I can't change the color. Yeah, but something's, yeah. Gone, something's gone wacky with the message. Uh huh. Um, but anyway, that's a work in progress. But uh, at some point, we'll have a guide and a few projects to go with. Uh, it's really fun. Days. Yeah, that's looking looking good. And I, I just got a set of those and put them on, and it really works so well to have those. Uh, you did some experimentation, right, with different uh, cutout shapes, and didn't you? And and having like just these horizontal lines seems to be the easiest to look through and still have a lot of surface. Yeah, to... we, we originally we thought um, like a spider web motif would be cool, mm -hmm. but having all those lines crossing your vision. Uh, yeah, it, it was really problematic, but just the, you know, the whatever 90s style shutter shades. Uh, yeah, it worked really well. So that's what. we. Yeah. Were. Yeah. And you always hear things about how like our range of vision is sort of almost nearly the same as a 16 by nine letterbox, like our, our peripheral is way wide compared to as vertically. So it probably makes some sense that having nice wide slits in this makes us feel less like falling over and throwing up then yeah and if you had look, look through you know an entire slit yeah we're down and it yeah kind of works i love it it says dragon now i know it what does now are. yeah for, <laughs> for the moment it's it's working but uh, yeah you're really cool love it thanks for bringing those on and i can't wait to play with that all right uh let's see who else have we got here ready to go i think it is everyone's favorite scott who's raising his hand tan newt hi Hello. i see i saw your little your little scott down there in the thumbnail you went i know i i thumbed up i was like all right i'm ready to go so i have been diving deep into the raspberry pi uh as folks okay. who watch my deep dive have uh seen but i got an oshpark board back that i that i made um and it's a unofficial Pi hat or whatever the unofficial mm -hmm. ones are called. Uh, but basically, it's wiring it up so that it's easy to debug either with a JTAG or an SWD oh, nice. plug. So that's really awesome. And then I just have spot for four LEDs here at the bottom. Uh -huh. And the signals are broken out as well. So if you just need to like 
see if an LED blinks and what the signal is doing, uh, you can mm -hmm. monitor that as a way to debug. Then at the top, we have this UART output here. So it's it's the same pinout as like a USB to UART converter. So you can just uh -huh. plug the converter straight in. And then I have a STEMI QT port up there as well on the I squared C lines. So I'll show you what it looks like. So I just put it together and it does, I, I didn't quite test everything, uh, but here's my uh, CM4 IO board. And then mm -hmm. I can show you that my beautiful soldering uh, there with the different color LEDs and the resistors Excellent. for that. Uh, when I was talking with Lamore, she's like, you know, make sure that you can hand solder it because we won't assemble it, but we could sell it as a bare board potentially. So, oh, nice. Um, yeah. If folks want this, I'm happy to share the Oshpark link as well um, and point you to what, where to get all the parts. Um, it's really pretty straightforward. And mm -hmm. uh, I wouldn't, I, I soldered the this is like the stacking header for the pie which yeah. is cool in theory but like getting this inner row i had already soldered this jtag oh yeah you're gonna melt that thing too <laughs> i did I, you probably can't see it yeah. i definitely like bumped it a little bit um i think i would do it in the reverse order uh, uh -huh. next uh -huh. time but uh you know generally pretty good uh and it does work the, at least the swd works because i'm using that and the art works and the leds work so mm -hmm. um, oh that's great that's gonna be really tested. helpful for your for your debugging and that just goes into a, a normal what is it 40 pin right 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 there yeah so this is just like um if i take this off it's it's just where on the io board they have like the the pins the yeah. 40 pin header on uh -huh. there um and it should cool. i think the pinout is uh uniform across all the pies so i think in theory it should work mm -hmm. for all of the different pies that have that 40 mm -hmm. pin header uh which will be cool Nicely done. Very cool. Yeah. So uh, if folks want to know more, uh, check out my deep dive on Friday. We're going to be talking more about Raspberry Pi stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so that'll be super cool. And may maybe we'll get USB working. I don't know. Good. That'd be wild. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Excellent. Good luck. Uh, cool board. Thanks for bringing that by. And uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks and for having me. We'll see you Friday. Uh, all right, let's see who have we got coming up next. It is our uh, our favorite Liz Blitz City DIY. You're our favorite Liz. Okay, thank you. You're our main <laughs> Liz. Are you our only Liz? I don't know. I, I am What's like new? one of three Liz's at work, so um, it's nice oh, to be the one. Okay. Here. Yes, um, you're, you're singled out for uh, for the Adafruit community. You're the Liz. Cool. Uh, so I've been doing kind of a a disconnected IoT project um, where I've got a Feather RP2040 and an SCD40 um, CO2 sensor um, because I want to monitor um, some CO2 levels without having to necessarily connect to the internet. Um, also speaking of work, mm -hmm. uh, as so I um, made so that it's logging the data to the Feather. Uh, so I'm gonna share my screen. Um, so then it logs to a text file and then you can chart out um, that data um, like on Google Sheets really mm -hmm. easily um, and get that visualization. Uh, so I'm hoping to make this into like a kind of self-contained box um, so I can cool. like leave it places um, and check it over time. Oh, that's so. great. And do you and log onto uh, an SD card on the, on the microcontroller or just to some EEPROM that's built on? So this was just um, the internal uh, file system on CircuitPython. Yep. Uh, that oh, I'm right, right. Um, yeah. 
but you could totally do that too. Uh huh. Oh, that's really cool. Uh, and so you're going to be able to just take this, leave it somewhere, collect data, move it around so that you have sort of a much simpler system than wireless and the internet and, and all of the things that can be a challenge exactly. with that, I'm, I'm guessing. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. And you're, so, you said you're going to be just deploying this at work to, to do some testing there. Yeah. Just they've some COVID things have been lowered and I'm curious mm -hmm. on what the data actually looks like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. Very cool. And uh, is that a project you might be writing up and sharing at some point once it's uh, once you've tested it out in the wild? Uh, possibly, possibly. Yeah. I'll definitely share the code no matter what. Um, but yeah, perhaps terrific. Good. Yeah. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for bringing that on. Very nicely done. Talk to you soon. All right. Uh, next up, we have Darian, who is coming on for his first time and giving me double thumbs up. Yes, double thumbs up. Can you hear me okay? okay. I okay. hear you. You sound great. Fantastic. Very nervous, but very happy to be here. Very excited. So I've been working on the thing. I um, I love the mag tag, but I don't love e-ink so much. I don't like uh -huh. the refresh of the e-ink. And I wanted something with, a, uh, with an RTC attached. So I ended up Taking that, making some modifications, and uh, started with just a, a you know a metro kind of prototyping, but then ultimately designed like my own like circuit board, like um, but with a sharp uh, memory and pixel display, and with oh I just I, I moved it I'll move it back here. There Sorry about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, I so, love that display. Yeah. 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 I love I love it. I love it. Right. So <laughs> um, so yeah, still with an ESP thirty two S two. Um, so it should run Arduino and run uh, Circuit, Circuit Python. I just need to write a library for the RTC. Um, but um, but it's, it's, I'm excited about it. I've got some demo code. Uh, it's actually launching it. on, um, on CrowdSupply. So they accepted oh, it. excellent. So that's kind of cool. So, um, so hopefully I will finish the, uh, the demos and, and, and ship some prototypes off and it'll launch soon. Oh, super. Uh, can you share a URL yet or a certain yeah. term people can look for? Yeah, yeah. I'll post it in the in the Discord. Over chat. in our Discord. That would be yes. great. And, uh, the, um, and the board files already posted uh, uh -huh. in GitHub. I'll, I'll, I'll point to those as well. That looks great. I'm going to see if I can make that particular screen bigger. Let's see. Let's solo that. Let's, uh, there yeah. we go. Now it's, so now it's huge. Okay. I've got a little bit of demo code where it will like give me set my alarm or a timer or give me my weather. Uh, maybe if if I can push the button correctly. And are these uh, yes. little capacitive touch buttons? Yes, or? capacitive touch buttons. Okay. Yes, and, yeah. I, and and in, in full transparency, I I only did a capacitive touch because I was not confident in being able to solder on both sides of the uh -huh. <laughs> of the board. So the the front is That's capacitive valid. touch, and the, <laughs> and the back smart. is uh, got stuff yeah. all over it. So yeah, so the demo code works pretty pretty great. It connects to the internet. Pulls these things down. I'm. Uh, I've got some examples. I'm. I'm working on with some integration to to home to home assistant. Some integration yeah. to Alexa. So we'll see. I love it. It's a really clean design. I'm. I'm guessing you'll end up with some other look to it. Maybe at some that's, point. That's or the goal. Even that we'll minimalist see. thing because I, I love uh, the minimalist black. I like. Purple. I that's like. Awesome. I like it. Well, I like minimalist, but it's open, yeah. right? It's open source. Yeah. Yeah. Who do what they want? Who do with what it. they want? Yeah. Exactly. So. Beautifully done. Good. Well, I'm really looking forward to uh, to seeing more and uh, checking out the link when you post that. Thank you okay. so much, Darian. This is Thank really so cool. Much. Nice, nicely done. Yeah. Thank all you right. For me. You bet. That was way cool. I dig that a lot. Uh, all right. Let's see who, who we got up next. Uh, we have Toddbot right here is uh, giving a thumbs up. So let's uh, bring on 
Hey, Todd. How's it going? Hey, hey, pretty good. Uh, so I've been working with um, CircuitPython and MQ M that, MQTT lately. And so I wanted to show this little silly sketch that hopefully will focus. And uh, this kind of shows how fast it is to get up. So that was basically getting up onto the Wi-Fi <laughs> and connecting. And then there's three little bouncing John Park heads. And when they <laughs> hit the edge, they emit an MQTT message, which I can show you. Um, let's see here. Or not. Is this app working? Uh, so here, every time... Overexposed <laughs> and out of focus. There we go. Uh, you can kind of see it. Ah, dang it. Well, anyway. Um, so yeah. So this is showing that uh, that that it is actually emitting the MQTT messages. And um, the cool thing about this is that the it's actually doing animation with Display I/O as well as polling with uh, doing the MQTT poll, which normally you can't do because it kind of blocks everything else. But you can you can pass in a timeout value to let it continue on. And that seems to be working. So that's basically it. That's really that's really <laughs> impressive. Uh, so in sending out the MQTT message, you can have another device kind of pick up the ball and, and carry on with whatever that triggers. Have it make a sound effect or light up a light or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. In this case, it's going to be triggering some servos and some lights and stuff when it hits the uh -huh. various things. <laughs> I want to get in on the fun. Bounce my head. I'll send you the URL. <laughs> it's hard to do in, in reverse on the camera. Uh, we'll stick with yours. That is really cool. Uh, and what is that groovy little board you have there that you're showing ah, that on? Yeah, this is so. This is a Circuit Python capable board called the Lily Go TT Go ESP32 S2, I think. Oh, and uh -huh. uh, and uh, yeah, it's pretty great. Uh, ESP32 on the back with eight megs of RAM. It's got an actual. It's got actually also got an SD card slot there too, so you can oh, wow. plug in and like you know save a bunch of data to SD card. Mm -hmm. um, that's one of the things I was using this for before was playing images off of it, sort of like a little, mm -hmm. a little mini um, like photo frame sort of thing. That's really cool. Yeah. Uh, whoops! What did we do? There you are. Sorry, <laughs> about that. I yoinked you right out of there. Uh, I yeeted you, as the kids say. Uh, I don't really know what that means, um, but Michael is laughing, so maybe I said it right. Uh, so is this a project that uh, is being developed as something you're going to be able to show, share in the future? Is it up on your GitHub if people want to learn more? Uh, yeah, it'll, it'll, more? it'll like all this stuff will probably be up on my GitHub in about a week or so. But, Great. Yeah. Good. All right. We'll have you back on to show us more, uh, more servos cool. and things. Very cool. Thanks, <laughs> Todd. All right, uh, Michael's giving me the thumb. Micah, sorry, Micah's giving me the thumbs up, so he's ready to go. Hello. Let me unmute you here. Sorry about that. Um, I hear so you I've, now. Got something, I've got something a little interesting. So you All know right. those um, seven-inch official Raspberry Pi touchscreens? I do. Well, they're not yes. HDMI, and if they were, I'd have it attached to my laptop right now. But okay. instead, they're DSI, and I, I'm not a huge fan of that. So I did a little something, and it's very hacky, and it's very strange, and I love it. Oh, so tell. I am going to share my screen just to show you how this works. All right. Um, one second. The anticipation so is I've, building. I've got OBS Studio running on my computer. Um. 
and these are my and as you can see i've also got this eye or no not, not that i've got this icon which is called fluffy display it's an out wait is it glitched on your screen i am seeing just a still image of obs oh darn it uh, i'm gonna stop and restart my share okay i see your cursor now so we'll, all right we'll bring that back sorry up. about that no no worries this is how it goes all right, here it comes. Okay. Oh no. So your cursor. Yeah, you know, it's not wanting to show some layer of some of it, it looks like. All right, wait, I have one more Are idea you... and then and then I'll just explain it. All right. Um Can you point the camera at your screen? That's always the analog loophole. Yeah, I do have I do have a webcam. Um, but Essentially, this is just OBS Studio. It's just it's a, it's an application designed for streamers to um, live stream to the internet. I'm kind of hacking it. I'm using it to capture a virtual display. I've got this outdated, un unmaintained application from like 2019 called Fluffy okay. Display. Um, okay. You can't see it because it's in my taskbar, but it is running in the background. And what it does is it, is it creates a virtual screen on my Mac that doesn't really exist, but it lets me do a screen share from that virtual screen. And I can also move my mouse onto that virtual screen. So in OBS, it is capturing that virtual screen. So if I move my mouse down, you can see it vanished, but now it's in the virtual display that doesn't actually exist. That's mind blowing. So here's the cool part. I figured out how to cast that to a Raspberry Pi. So if I just grab my keyboard, um, my Raspberry Pi is running on a separate keyboard, which is a little annoying because I didn't have time to set up barrier or whatever. But if I run VLC, VLC Media Player, and I start, I start streaming from here, it doesn't appear to do anything, but if I start VLC, and I see it on my end, but it's happening. I, I'm going to switch my camera so you can see it. So if I go to stop screen share, I'm going to change my camera. So this is that virtual desktop. And if right. I move my mouse down, you can actually see it. There's a little bit of lag. But uh -huh. oh, I see you drawing about it. Wirelessly connected to my computer over Wi-Fi. So that's that, wild. Yeah. Cool. So that took a while. And I think I'm actually going to use this. It is laggy, but it took it took a little bit of tinkering and I think it's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. You've come up with yet a different way to uh, to share the uh, the display with your device. I originally had it working on an Adafruit 1.4 inch 240 by 240 <laughs> pixel TFT. But it, it was a little cramped, as you might imagine. Well, that's really cool. Can you bring that by next time? We want to see it. Uh, which one? The the tiniest the screen you've got. Yeah, do it. The, the the little one. Yeah. Next next time you come by. All right. We're gonna I'm gonna go because we're gonna bring the next person. All right. On, but very all right, cool, Micah. Hang. And uh, all right. thank you for sharing that. Take care. All right. Next up, we have Michael. Are you ready, Michael? Because here we go. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm well, thanks. Yeah, What's so new? This past week, I actually made this cool little accessory that has a BlackBerry keyboard on it. And if you can plug a clue into it, 
Um, so it basically adds a keyboard onto <laughs> the cool. clue, which is pretty awesome. Here, let me switch over to, here we go. Uh, so then, yeah, you can see I can like tap uh, on it. Um, yeah, just a cool little thing. Um, I have the magnets on it uh, that I featured last week. Uh -huh. um, so yeah, just a cool little thing. I got like super um, interested into the keyboard um, with my satellite phone project. It's still a work in progress, but um, yeah. yeah, so it's using this cool little thing. And it's all connected with the uh, Adafruit Dragon Tail uh, connector for oh, the right. uh, oh, Clue Oh, I Micro see, yeah. Board. Oh, that's so. really cool. So. So you're, did you say this is a BlackBerry uh, keyboard or some, something, an existing yeah, so keyboard actually, part from uh, the phone? Um, yeah, it's actually a, a real uh, BlackBerry keyboard. Um, uh -huh. It's using the, uh, I think it's the TTGO driver board um, that's just connecting yeah. through I2C, um, uh -huh. which is pretty convenient. So, yeah. Oh, that's really nice. So that's a little board that translates whatever tiny ribbon cable comes off the, the package of the, the little keyboard and then gives you some I squared C to talk. To yeah. The and it's compatible with the um, both Arduino and CircuitPython library mm -hmm. uh, that is made for the, the there's another company, um, Solder Party, um, that makes a very similar driver board for the uh, BlackBerry Q10. Uh -huh. um, and you can use the same library with it too. So that's really yeah. cool. It's such a what a you did a great job with the design. I love that you're able to use the edge connector to just plunk a, yeah. a board <laughs> elegantly into this little Apple II looking keyboard box thing. <laughs> yeah, really cool. I, yeah, I love designing stuff. So yeah, it's fun. Really nicely done. And uh, can you tell us a little bit about your uh, design process? Are you um, uh, iterating in like cardboard and then going into 3D and doing printing? Like what's what's it, uh, that process like for you? Yeah, so I use uh, Tinkercad um, mm -hmm. because it's it's super easy and like I could be using something like Blender or Autodesk, but like you can get like 90% of the way there and like half the time with Tinkercad. Mm -hmm. um, and I just like bas basically have like two things side by side and then like I can fit them together when I print it. Yeah. Um, I am making a video right now on how to make this, so anyone will be able to. Like, oh, great! Make this and yeah. So I'll excellent. Um, I'll Send us a link when the, you do that. Yeah. Yeah, I'll post that in the Discord once it's uh, once it's up. Great! Really nicely done, and uh, thanks for sharing that. We'll see you next time. All right, and uh, to play us out, we have Mark. Hey, Mark. Hey. Uh, so. A couple of weeks ago, I was on showing just some schematics and um, a diagram of a board I was working on, my first microcontroller board, and mm -hmm. it all arrived. And I can't show it on my close-up camera because I literally finished soldering this a minute before I showed up into <laughs> the stream chat to start. So it won't be super clear on my webcam, especially with the reflections. Uh, but yeah, the first ever microcontroller board I made that this is aimed to have Wi-Fi and to be able to be placed somewhere in your house to hook up a sensor. There is a Stemma QT port on it, which I hope works. Um, <laughs> and it, has, it was basically to take something like the Fun House or the MegTag and remove the screen and add a couple visual elements to LEDs and the NeoPixel and uh, 
couple user buttons so you could hook up a temperature sensor, a CO2 sensor, whatever you want, hook it up to Adafruit IO and mm -hmm. ha just have it work without a lot of other components to try to make it yeah. smaller. That's great. So it's kind of a minimum viable uh, Adafruit IO sensor connector. Th that's what I was aiming for. And just for the practice of building a board, yeah. I actually got a chance to plug it in and it showed up as a COM port. Congrats, so that's exciting. I'm yeah. actually hoping I can load software on it now and maybe yeah. half the components on it work. That oh, would be a good excellent. start. And yeah. then hopefully and shrink it down for the future. Excellent. And do you start with, um, will you start with like the Funhouse uh, uh, image as, as your starting point on the code for, uh, for flashing it? That's what I was looking at. I, mm -hmm. I learned a lot from the Funhouse schematic and the MagTag mm -hmm. one. The Funhouse is probably closest to this board. So uh -huh. start there and next goal is to hopefully get CircuitPython running on it and mm -hmm. uh, see how it actually works. That's excellent. Really cool. Uh, I love the idea. Well, uh, yeah, bring that by when uh, when you get your next step in the process. We'll be excited to see it. Yeah, thanks. As I said, I was just lucked in that the parts arrived yesterday, and I spent all the time after work today <laughs> quickly assembling yeah, it. That's great. Congratulations on getting it up and running that quick. Thanks a lot. All right, take care. Thanks. All right, well, that's going to do it, and uh, our time is up. So stay tuned for Ask an Engineer, which is happening next. Goodbye, everyone. That was your show and tell.